Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings, us, to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host, and I keep listening to Drake, and I don't like him, Gray Baker. <laughs> I'm Holland, I'm the oldest, and Allegra, I curse you. <laughs> I'm Allegra, and it's my birthday, and everyone's stealing my bit now, apparently. <laughs> Everyone wants a little flavor with their intro. <laughs> well, yeah, because, I mean, if you're this far in, we're siblings, okay? <laughs> we're siblings. Get over we it. know the birth order by now. <laughs> we're I would weird. Hope. We're weirdos. <laughs> this is the second podcast. You see this stupid that hat? You have yeah. qu- this is the second time you've quoted this during Spooky Month. <laughs> Listen, all I know is that <laughs> if I lose 30 pounds, and I'm not saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna be Jughead from Riverdale for Halloween one day. <laughs> you could be Jughead whenever you want to be. I, you know what? That's true. I will say this, and this has absolutely nothing to do with your physique and everything to do with Cole Sprouse's physique. We would all need to lose at least a hundred pounds <laughs> to look like him from Riverdale. That's true. Because the dude is like bones, maybe one oh five. <laughs> that dude is small. Yeah, I could take him. He's not lanky. not body shaming. I'm just saying it's an unrealistic expectation for me to ever look like him. Listen, I've never <laughs> suplexed anyone before, but I I think I could suplex this tiny bony man. <laughs> Probably. He's, he's so. He's so weak, he would give you the time to figure it out on him just to suplex him. You're like, is this what you do? No, no, no. Here, move. Get over here. All right. No, I think this is You could is manhandle it. him into he figuring would, it out. Yeah, he would annoyingly <laughs> yeah. try to, like, reason me out of it. Yeah. He would not be able to get away is what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, what do we do here, Gray? <laughs> anyway, uh, what we do here, uh, each week one of us has to present a movie and this has an emphasis on has to present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up. And at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points, probably Holland at this point will be labeled master of the remote control while the loser, probably Allegra will be forced to do some sort of punishment. This week is our third installment of our spooky sibs halloween draft and i had the delight of defending a movie i have never fucking seen before my teacher ate my homework a shadow zone special um if that is unfamiliar to you as it was me uh i'll give you a quick summary and this one so because this movie is so unknown There was no, the only user submitted summary on IMDb was like a full fucking synopsis. So I went on, I think I either copied like the first sentence of the synopsis from Wikipedia because that also just gave you a full explanation of the movie. 
So it's a pretty bland one. Okay. It is Jesse Hackett finds a doll at a store resembling his teacher. <laughs> Things start to take a turn for the worse when the doll comes to life. Um, this movie is so terrible. <laughs> However, I have a couple points that I do think will really bring up my score. <laughs> wink, wink. All right. I fucking hope so. All right. I'm um, I'm honest, genuinely excited to hear you try to argue <laughs> your way <laughs> out of this movie. Uh, I know I have at least. <laughs> I highly I know doubt I have that. at least one, one, one category locked down, and we'll get into it later. Oh, I think I know what um, you're talking. So, <laughs> The, the one that's pretty unarguable. Yeah. Um, so this movie was released October 8th, 1997. Holland was five. Allegra was practically three. And I was eight and a half months old. Um, budget? No idea. Box office? Don't think it came out in theaters. I'm pretty sure it was straight to TV on Showtime. Slash VHS, which is how I have consumed this. The only other way that I've consumed this movie was via blockbuster VHS tape. Um, yeah, this movie was interesting. And we had to watch it with commercials because it was free on Prime with ads. Yeah. You couldn't even rent it. It was like, no, 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 take it. We're just going to make money off of you. I think it was technically like IMDb, IMDb TV via yeah. Amazon. So whatever. Yeah, Amazon's like 20 bucks. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. I'm just happy I didn't have to pay. Yeah, for me movie. too. I would have paid the $2 um, just to not have ads, but like $20. Yeah. $20. No, thank you. Suffice to say, we didn't see it in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess I did, I probably saw it pretty close to whenever it came out on VHS. Because I saw this at a very young age. Yeah, and it I, and it traumatized me as a child. It? So I don't do with that information what you will. <laughs> Which part? Was it the heavy burden of being an older child? Uh, no, I mean, well, I don't know if we want to get into pre-watch notes, but I think I have, I've been thinking about like, why did this traumatize me so much as a child? And I think it was because I was a doll girl mm. and my, I think like the scariest thing that you could present to me was that was if like, if your doll turns against you. Because I was deep into doll culture, but I remember having like vivid nightmares after watching this movie of like that creepy ass doll from this movie, like standing outside my window, like outside my bedroom window in San Pedro. I still remember these nightmares. I remember being terrified of this doll. And I think it was probably because when I was five, Dolls were like my best friends, and if a demon doll occurred, that was like the worst thing that I could ever think of. Oh my god! Because I remember walking in while you were watching this movie. Like I, there is one scene I like could say I vividly remembered, and like another one I half remembered, 
And I remember being like, oh, man, I got to go back and watch the beginning of this. <laughs> and you were like, I am never fucking renting this ever again. But then I did, because I also remember one time renting it with Max in Maryland one time. Ooh. And we were both terrified at the second time we watched it, too. <laughs> like, we were probably like seven, Shout six out or Max. seven, like our cousin. And... Like, I remember being scared the second time I watched it, too. And we were like, why did we get this? This was a terrible idea. But watching it as a 29-year-old, woof. Different experience. <laughs> let's get into pre-watch notes. Pre-watch notes. Yeah, let's get right into Also, suffice to say, I don't think our parents really had any uh No, this was probably like, pick something out of the kids' section, whatever. We're not watching it with you. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe one of our parents remember your nightmares, Holland. I don't know. Um, but, all right, my pre-watch was this movie traumatized me as a child. I had nightmares about the doll watching me through my window. The doll looks like the teacher. They get in some spooky shop. The doll terrorizes the children. I feel like they try to get rid of her slash throw her in the ocean or something. But the ending is open-ended slash seems like the doll survives. Remember renting with Max, and we were terrified. So, yeah, I've kind of covered it. All right, Allegra. So, I don't remember a lot, but I remember a boy gets a doll uh, that apparently looks like his teacher, but I don't think that's really relevant. Oops. <laughs> and then the doll comes to life, becomes obsessed <laughs> with him, tries to murder his family so that they can be together forever, and she tries to drop a chandelier on his mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then he drowns. Are you sure you didn't just remember the movie Orphan? <laughs> I never saw that. And then I think he drowns the doll. Don't. And then she might come back as a teddy bear. I don't know. Why do I feel like I remember this doll looking like Samantha from American Girl? You kind of remembered a lot, but like a little bit wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys like, want to hear my <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Is that it? <laughs> it's... I've literally never seen this movie before. A teacher eats a kid's homework and somehow it's spooky? <laughs> yeah, I guess if we want to get into... I mean, we can do scores too, but like... The, the title of this movie does not make sense. No. They were like, it's clever. It happens. Yeah, and like it technically happens. Oh, But it my. almost feels like it but was shoehorned in just to justify... The title? The, yeah. The title. They were like... I think the title came first and they're like, we'll make it relevant. I guess like I, I get like, I'm just wondering why they called it this. Is it because like the word doll doesn't sound inherently spooky or is it because the main it character was... is a boy and they don't want to scare boys away by telling you that there's a doll in this movie? Yeah, I like I have no idea. The title maybe would have worked better if it was my doll ate my homework. Cause at least it's sort of more, it's closer to dog. Like my doll ate my teacher. I don't know. Like I have no idea. My doll ate my teacher is a much more <laughs> compelling title i feel like that's a really good title <laughs> tall my teacher what it actually kind of and kind of applies to the plot in a way like, accurate she is kind of killing her she's like soul. sucking out her soul i guess like i don't know yeah um, um scores scores yeah all right my nostalgia i have out of five just because like I technically remember this movie, but I really did not remember like a lot of the beats. 
What was the first one? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. It's a four. Sit through ability, I have it a four. Honestly, could trend downwards. Um, I was checking the time on this one a lot. Yeah, sit through is a two. Honestly, I'm going to drop it down to a three. I'm going to drop it down to a three. Because, like, there were some bright moments. There were some bright moments. Oh, every time someone had to act like a doll was attacking them, I laughed (laughs) so much. Yes. Yes. That should be part of sit through ability. And like it's some enjoyable. some Geneva moments were fun. Geneva was the only cool person in this movie. Um but yeah. Okay, appropriate for children. I have a nine. I have a seven because it's still like I'm like, oh right, this movie made a lot of kids scared of dolls. That's why I docked it a point. Because other than like the traumatizing yeah. factor. Mm-hmm. Of, like, if you watch this as a very young child, as I can attest to firsthand. Otherwise, it would, like, there's no way anybody other than a child could, like, watch this movie. Exactly. I bet, you know what? I That's I, why I think it should be higher. Because yeah. it definitely is, like, it is, it's children scary movie. And I think it accomplished that, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I think, uh, this wasn't part of my pre-watch notes, but I feel like even when you guys were, like, no, don't choose this movie. Ugh. I'm like, I feel like it's pretty good for a kid's movie. Like, this felt scarier than a lot of Goosebumps. Really? Like, for kids. <laughs> like, if you had a child, it gave you nightmares. I, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I feel like, like this, this movie probably gave as many nightmares as, like, the mask episodes of Goosebumps. Or, like, the clown episode of Are You Afraid of the Darker? Yeah. It was definitely very much in the Goosebumps are you afraid of the dark, like, genre? Like, it was yeah. definitely trying to be those things. And I felt like... Some- well, yeah, Shadow Zone is a book series. Oh, is it? Okay, so then there you go. Yeah. Very much like Goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, well, um, the next category. Hold, does it hold, hold up? up? I have a four. Um, I can help with that score. <laughs> I, I put seven for all the reasons I there just There we go. Said. All right, well, we can see. Can we follow this? I put a six. I put a seven. All right, not as bad as I thought with the last <laughs> two scores. How are we on par with um, these two? I don't know. We'll see how, where I'll we net out at later. the end. <laughs> but All right, well, so to get into the argument, I just want to, I guess tell you my thought process behind how I'm going to be arguing this movie. (laughs) All right. So to really get the full experience of this movie and not just view it how we kind of thought of it when it was chosen for the draft. Fuck you for doing that. And then picked for the movie for me to defend. I didn't want to come at it as a jaded adult. I, we need to look at this movie through the eyes of a child. <laughs> you would have to. <laughs> so I brought a child in to watch it with me. Oh, my God. His name is Joel. Okay. And he, I mean, I got to say, Joel was a fan. How old He's is He's a big horror buff. How old is Joel? You know? He's six and a half. Okay. And you risk yeah, traumatizing this child <laughs> <laughs> for the podcast. I respect your commitment. Hey, he's a horror buff. He told okay, me that. Okay, okay, right? all right. How do you know, we, Joel? We talked a lot about Night of the Living Dead. 
I found him. Um, <laughs> just, you know, I just found him. Hey, and, kid, you like horror you know, movies? <laughs> he really kind of, you know, we, we chatted about, like, you know, the dichotomy of being a student slash co-parent and how it does really affect the child's psyche. <laughs> and, you know, he really kind of went into the history of horror cinema and how it kind of went into children's movies, especially in the 80s and 90s. Okay, I'm done with this book. Um, <laughs> Wait, was this fake? Was, is Joel not real? <laughs> Joel's not real. Damn it. Are we keeping Joel? <laughs> we can. I mean, I have him, so I'm keeping him. But we can keep him for, you know, for the rest of the, the So episodes, is Joel your inner child? <laughs> yes okay. Joel is inside me great um, you, this, so, I found a child on the street and now he's inside of me what do you mean officer <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> I just needed his eyes what do you mean what's weird about this I want to see the world through baby's eyes <laughs> it's from Mike Birbiglia oh. <laughs> it's from the new one. Oh. <laughs> um, well but in, in all seriousness, I do think that this one really needs to be viewed in with a child's perspective. Like you guys both talked about, it was traumatizing as a kid. Yeah. You know, and like, but that was the point, you know, like it was a scary movie to come out in October to get, it's, it was spooky. It's undeniably spooky, which is exactly on theme for this month. Um, and it was very much catered only for kids. Yeah. You know, like the only adult dialogue was aimed right at the children. Yeah. I don't, there really weren't any conversations between two adults that we witnessed exactly. in this movie. This did not pass the adult Bechdel test. <laughs> but I think that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, we, I also love, hey, added spooky level, Shelly Duvall from The Shining yeah. is the teacher. Honestly, how the fuck did they awesome. get her to do this movie? <laughs> I looked at her IMDb. She's in a lot of kids media. Ah, well, that's cool. Good on Shelly Duvall. Did you, guys, did you guys recognize the substitute teacher? No. No. Who's sub? It's Ronnie from Schitt's Creek. Oh, my oh, God. That's amazing. I, and I sent that Shout this out was to Meg. She's the one that was like, she looks familiar. She's in something. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. And then the second time she came up, she was like, no, she's definitely from something. And like Meg's not usually one to like, she, she doesn't scour IMDb like I do. Yeah, but when she said it the second time, I looked it up because I think she thought it was like, you know, someone, I think she said like, oh, is it someone from Orange is the New Black? Like something we watched somewhat recently and it was motherfucking Ronnie. That's and awesome. And I was so stoked. And I know the main yeah, kid so. is Sport from Harriet the Spy and like the guy and from he's in Xenon, Greg or whatever. Man, Harriet the Spy fucking rules. Harriet the Spy does rule. That I definitely needs Harriet to be the spy since I was a kid, but I did love that movie. That needs to be on the list. We actually watched it during quarantine and it was rad. It was I amazing. I love that movie so much. <laughs> and I was going to say, that kid, you know, sport, he's a he's pretty a good, good He's a good child actor. Yeah. Fucking his, his friend, friend, no. was friend was rough. awful. Jesse, Jesse, look. Cody was terrible. Cody was bad. I am sorry, you child, but you were 
bad in this movie. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, bad. he was really bad. And he wasn't... So was Annabelle, but let's be honest, Annabelle was like six. Yeah, I don't hold it against Ann. I guess I don't hold it against either of them, but we saw more of Cody, and it was just kind of infuriating. He was also just an infuriating character. Yeah. He was just like, his Except only direction was like, was... you need to be mad at your friend at all times for, for like things that but are not in his he control. He was a good influence on Jesse Hackett. I, Hackett is All he such ever a wanted. weird last name. It sounds murdery. I know. <laughs> I guess that's true. I mean, Jesse is such but, a 90s boy lead name. It's a 90s boy or girl name. The 90s was yeah. fucking... Jesse had I a named all my do- I named my, my twin doll Jesse. Because of this movie? I, I don't know. Very <laughs> <laughs> um, um, But no, all the, all the friend wanted to do was keep him on track at school. By being and keep him, he's like he's trying to teach him to like time management and like you know like thinking ahead. I'm like, listen, yeah, he was infuriating because <laughs> all he ever did was just be annoyed, even when it was absolutely not warranted. But he was just trying. He's like, hey, just stay focused. Stop being a flake. It was and you so know what? bitchy. Some kids, <laughs> some kids. Maybe needed that more in life. <laughs> you wanted so, us to be more, more bitchy to you? No, great. I'm not talking about you guys. <laughs> I'm talking about my better friends. Influence friends. <laughs> Listen, I'm not convinced Cody was a good friend. <laughs> Cody would go to his sister and talk shit. Yeah, I mean, but you gotta talk shit on your friends sometimes, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Come on. We all We, we all, all talk shit on our friends in the privacy of our own homes or in the privacy <laughs> of it's how you like vent it, get it's let true. things out and then things don't fester and we're, it's a the world is a better place for it. It's just it. so hilarious to me that he's like, "Hey my cool older sister, fuck my friend." She is like, <laughs> "Yeah, fuck him why do you hang out with him and i'm like damn poor cody his parents treat him like free labor you mean jesse 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 oh my god maybe like again i did not remember any of like the oldest child struggles but his parents are terrible like they make him do everything and his dad is like sleeping upstairs i'm like like, he's home i'm like what is he doing he works nights I, they never explain, but he works nights at the, quote, at the quote, restaurant or whatever. Restaurant. No, 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 no. Two different jobs. Okay. He had his own job and he just couldn't get over to the restaurant yet because I guess they still needed the money or whatever. Right. But I did want to ask, did did mom and dad ever sit you down like that to like, you know, like ask you to take on more responsibility or did you just kind of assume the responsibility of kind of taking care of us? Um, probably the latter, like as an oldest child and a child of divorce, I was definitely put into like a pseudo parenting role, whether it was intentional or not, just because, especially because our parents worked. So like, as soon as I was old enough to stay home with you guys, that's what happened. And I don't ever remember like a formal conversation happening of like, 
you need to be more responsible or like you're gonna have a lot more responsibilities it was just like assumed that because I was the oldest I had to be responsible I had to take on more responsibilities I had to watch you I had to set a good example if I riled you up it was like my fault if you guys like did something wrong because I was the one like I was the one leading you and I'm like I was like 11 like how is this my responsibility read the text that mom is about to send all of us being like (laughs) you make it seem like I was such a bad parent or like you make it seem like you had such a rough childhood man it's like mom this isn't about you (laughs) I I just want to insert all right um to rebuttal mom's text how often were Holland where you sat down and said hey I'm really proud of you I see that you're showing a lot of initiative and it's really appreciated around the Guys, I've talked about this a lot with my therapist. <laughs> I can't wait till your therapy. She's like, how was your week? And you're like, let me tell you about this movie. This is why I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> because I have been trained to always to like fly under the radar, to like try to get through things with no fuss. And this is why I'm bad at expressing my thoughts and feelings and my emotions because it was I was always rewarded for keeping things together and taking care of you guys. (laughs) You just have to live by the gray childhood model of being such a nuisance that the one time you do something right, you get recognition. (laughs) Yeah, Holland, it's all about setting that bar real low. (laughs) Real low. Hey man. They're like, you got A's? I'm like, this semester? They're like, all right. We're taking you. We're getting you an iPhone, you even though you're 13. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, <laughs> father-son trip. We're going to Hooters. <laughs> Guys, I did not have that option. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved to have been taken to like a real big library. Uh, I mean, we did go to the library a lot. <laughs> yeah. a, and hey, speaking of older siblings, you. speaking of older siblings, Geneva is straight up a 2021 vibe seriously 24 years ahead of her time i see girls like her all over social media okay first talking about like meditation witchcraft you know uh fucking gemstones and all of her shit hey that means this movie kind of holds up (laughs) in my opinion the environment (laughs) um the environment yeah she was a straight up G. I a straight up G, G Neva. I love her so much. Her car is so cool and cute. Her little red car. Yeah, that little Suzuki. Oh my yeah. god, it's so cool. I just she's like, it's all written in the stars, and then we see that her license plate is Karma, and I'm like, how do you believe in yes and Karma? You, but she's 16. <laughs> her whale music in the car. I my one of my yeah I love my it. first Geneva note. It, well, actually, my first Geneva note comes before we even meet her because. Like, fucking Cody and Jesse are, like, Cody's like, oh, my sister can take us, but whatever. And Jesse's like, your sister? She's such a freak. And I'm like, let Geneva live. She's on a different plane, which is what Cody says. I love that he's That he's on a different (laughs) plane. And then. Yeah, I like that Cody was even kind of respectful of her vibe. Yeah. (laughs) It was only Jesse that was really, like, eye-rolly. Like, Cody maybe kind of, like, agreed with Jesse, but he was just kind of like. I accept this. Yeah. 
yeah. And then my second note was, I love Geneva and her whale music. <laughs> I just love I also want to say that, I'm sorry, like I keep interrupting you. Um, I also wanted to say that when the green, the grim reaper in the beginning is describing like why Jesse Hackett is like entering the shadow zone and he was like calling him lazy and stuff. I'm like, Oh man, I feel that. I think I was on the cusp of entering the shadow zone. My entire childhood. <laughs> I know. I was like his ticket to the shadow zone is laziness. And I was like, laziness and lying and hatred like, for his stealing, teacher, but, but he didn't steal. The dude he did, was But like, he had hatred inside of him. Yes, he did. I just like, he goes, give it back. It's not for sale. And he's like, what's the big deal? And he's like, okay, if you want it, take it. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, all right, cool. I just, my first note is, oh my God, was not expecting Evil Wizard to like open up this movie. The Reaper? Yeah, the goofy. <laughs> the Reaper like was fully committed though. The ma- the yeah, he was he doing was. his best Tim Curry impression. Gray. <laughs> yeah, this dude, Mackenzie Gray, he's in a bunch of stuff. And honestly, the makeup, makeup the prosthetics were it was pretty good. good. Yeah, that, I, my first my first thing is practical effects on that weird Grim Raper thing is really good. Yeah, I was feeling his vibe. So, hey, you know what? Kind of holds up. <laughs> we talk about how the opening scene of the real movie um, definitely created some kinks for some. <laughs> you mean this nightmare <laughs> yeah. when he's chained to his bed? He's chained. Yeah, yeah. the dominatrix shit. Because then he's getting yelled at while chained to a bed. She's all giant like this. Like, there are some kids now. Who- He's in a dollhouse. We should have known from the very beginning, other than the fact that oh, we've seen I this movie I did not before. even make that connection. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, there's some kids out there right now who are like, I don't know why, I just love being chained to beds and having giant women tell me all my flaws. <laughs> a giant authority figure yelling at me? Yeah. yeah. Also, Yikes. the teacher, she wasn't bad at all. She, He was the one who wasn't doing his homework, which... Again, I don't think was completely his fault because his fucking parents were running him so ragged and making him do like all of the chores that he couldn't do his homework. Yeah, literally every single chore. (laughs) Like he was doing the laundry. And hey. He was making dinner. Like. And he did homework. He just got the the assignments mixed up. That's true. You know, he tried. He really was like. I, I actually did the homework. And he was like, this is English. That's not due till Thursday. Today's the history assignment. And he's like, fuck me. I'm working a full shift at home. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it like, was rough. I feel like he, if, I mean, it was kind of hard on, of the teacher to be, if, cause he kind of tried to explain like the thing. Well, he did lie though, but I feel like if he had explained, Hey, things have been really crazy at home. I accidentally did the English homework instead of the history homework. Can I turn this one in now and have until Thursday for the history homework? Like, tradesies? Like, I don't know. I, yeah. you, I would hope that, like, a, what, like, fifth grade teacher would understand that or something. But but also, the teacher was kind of hard to talk to. He was like, uh, uh, my homework. And she was like, my homework. Blah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just a you know kind of over it tenured teacher we've all had those can we talk about like the signage in this movie like the signs in her classroom that was like procrastination is the thief of time yeah (laughs) 
But then yeah, also real all heavy. of the posters in his room were like he had a Rage Against the Machine Rage poster. Against the machine. I noticed that. He one. had Life is Peachy. A Pearl Jam poster. He had, for some reason, he had, like, a Royals pennant, but they were in Massachusetts. Like, he also had a Red Sox thing, but he had a Royals. I'm like, we're not in Kansas City. Why do you have that? It didn't make any sense. Because okay. this kid is badass, okay? <laughs> Listen. He has a dentist chair in his bedroom, okay? <laughs> he had a computer, a home computer in his, like. Yeah, that's, like, rich. Yeah, they were rich. Did you did you really need to open up a restaurant when obviously the dad's doing pretty well? Like, why the fuck are you making your 11 or 12-year-old cook dinner, do all the laundry, and watch his six-year-old sister, like, hire someone? Yeah, honestly, honestly. He also had a social distortion poster. <laughs> yeah, this kid, this kid was, like, grew up to be an emo teen. Like in oh, the, like yes. early two thousands emo, he was in it. He's like, my life's oh, yeah. not fair. My parents don't understand. I had a traumatizing re- event as a child. <laughs> he rebels against <laughs> his like the responsibilities thrust upon, or at least like internally rebels, which I guess is what I did because I also was like, yeah, Blink One Eight Two, Taking Back Sunday, my life. But like, yeah, but you were still but like externally. A I was goody-goody. not like that. Yeah, but <laughs> yes, he is you. <laughs> Jesse and I are the same person. <laughs> when he goes to therapy to, uh, and try to explain to everyone why he has this crippling phobia of dolls, no one believes him. Yeah. Hey, man, Geneva and Cody the, were there uh, at least. Yeah, everyone gets to go. He's got I love some the corroboration. Bully that only has two scenes. What the fucking bully? You're weird, Hackett. Was... You and your doll both. <laughs> That's his last <laughs> You and your doll both. <laughs> I, I thought there was um, gonna be a big okay. Setup. Let's let's talk about the antique shop for a little bit because I do have points about the antique. Okay. Shop. First of all, all the dolls, very spooky. Yeah. Even before we get to like so many the haunted doll, dolls, just all the haunted dolls. Um, when he finds her and picks her up, and he just goes, "Cody, Cody, check this out. Doesn't this look just like Mrs. Fink?" And he's like, "Not really." And he's like, "No, look, you know the hair." <laughs> And that's it. That's the only. That's the only similarity that he gives. I know. I'm like, it really doesn't look anything like your teacher. It sounds like you just really like got your teacher. teacher on the brain, and you're just making really loose connections, Jesse. <laughs> and then she just starts magically wearing her clothes. So you're like, yeah. I mean, you put a doll in any clothes, they look like anyone. <laughs> but then her like skin improved, and like she got glasses, and then it's like she got cl- like. By the end, she looked, I like, I guess, like the teacher. Because you're stuck in your soul. Also, the but fucking also, doll. Why did he want the doll? I to, don't know. To play torture? He was just like, hey, check it out. And then the guy was like, you can't have that. And all of a sudden, he wants it. Well, just probably because he couldn't have yeah, it. I understand it. Listen, yeah, no, we should not that assume process. that all boys don't want to play with dolls. But he didn't show any interest. He just wanted to, like rag on his teacher to his friend like check this out this creepy doll looks just like our teacher i think it was just because like 
all of a sudden he couldn't have it. And he's like, why are you being so aggressive? Because the guy went from like yeah. zero to a hundred and was like, that's not for sale. Give it back to me. And well, he's like, what the fuck is going on? If it's not for sale, why is it even here? And then the guy's like, fine, you can have, it. like, I don't even think he said I want it. I think he's like, then why is it here? And the guy was like, fine, yeah. you can have it. And I was like, guy, why are you giving him the doll when you know it's evil? And I'm like, are you an agent at evil? Because I guess later we do find out the store, like, doesn't actually exist. Like, the, the doll's evil magic, like, manifest the store so that she could be chosen by a little boy or something. Well, they do sort of say later that they ch- they called out to each other. It's like the hate in his heart right. activated her evilness. So I think he was supernaturally drawn to the doll right. because of all the hate he and had for his And that creepy man <laughs> didn't have contempt in his heart? I don't know. I mean, he put a spooky talisman on her that was maybe the only thing keeping her contained. That's true. And then it fell off. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and like maybe this spooky dude, you know, he's one of the... You ever see Howl Moving, Howl's Moving Castle? Where they have that door where you flip a switch. Have I ever seen <laughs> But you know what I mean? They flip the switch and they have different doors to different places. Like maybe he's got one of those how moving castle switches. Because he ends up being like <laughs> after that. Yeah, I also want to know more about that guy, because you only see him yeah, when he's like hiding as a hobo <laughs> in the pile of rubble. Like, is he in the other Shadow Zone movies? Because there are other ones. Yeah, is he just like the? Is he just like a guy who facilitates the agents of evil that come from the Shadow Zone? Like, is he the Reaper in human form? I would love to know more information. I tried to look up if there were any more Shadow Zone movies, and I could only find one. But Squints is in it. Hey. And I think it has there's, to do with vampires. I know there's two. Okay. There's two. There is. There is just the Shadow Zone. Okay. And then there's a 1996 one. Um, I'll have to get here. I'm going on IMDb right now because it's like a related movie. I wonder if. But because I wanted to know if there were others because at the very end, he's like, sorry, no friends for you, Tommy. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck is Tommy? And I go, <laughs> it's like and that, that was part of. Yeah, that was part of the first The Shadow Zone. Oh, okay. I think there was another one. Yeah, this guy's um, with but the no, adult voice. The dude who is the Reaper, he, first of all, looks familiar, and he's in a bunch of shit. Yeah. He was in Man of Steel, um, the Henry, the first Henry Cavill Superman movie. Um, he was in the Legion, which I think is a show. Oh, yeah. Who is he in Legion? He is the Eye. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like it probably wasn't him. He was doing a voice. I don't know. Um, um, it's kind of funny because Lois Lane... Is this is the kooky mystical bookshop lady? Dude, she was fucking on one. Oh my god, <laughs> she was batshit. She was also committed to that role. Saul, trouble with voodoo is real trouble. <laughs> she was really fucking chewing up that scenery. Yeah, she was all over the place. Bad stuff. That's bad stuff. She was, oh my God. Can we also talk about how when they were at the hospital, the doctor for the mom was like, 
wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Like he looked like he just came from the beach. He looked they looked like they just <laughs> hired him that day because like the actor they had to play the doctor originally fell through and it was some like nineties ass PA who was asked to just put on a lab coat over the Hawaiian shirt he wore to work that day. Did we notice that doctor? Am I the only one who noticed? Way it? Colin, <laughs> this is just the laid back style of Massachusetts, okay? <laughs> That's just how they are. Yeah. Oh, this guy was also in Fargo. Sorry, I'm still on his the IMDb. Reaper guy. He was in <laughs> he was in Riverdale for three episodes. Oh God, of course he was. Um, it's a working actor, man. Yeah. Also, okay, all of the stunts in this movie <laughs> were like <laughs> so slow. Like when uh, when the teacher falls down the stairs. <laughs> Oh my the god! Cart. That was so funny. Everything the looks cart like one was so good. It's like it looks like she's like they're doing the stunts in slow motion because like obviously they're not gonna actually throw themselves down the stairs, but like it was never like sped up or edited in a way to make it like seem like something was happening. It felt like there was a lot of missing foley work. Yeah. It felt like there were supposed to be impacts and they just like left it blank. <laughs> like when the when the bully is like fucking with him right before he gets bit, he's just like waiting. It almost felt as if he was like waiting and like leaving space for some sort of punching or pushing fully and it was just dead silent. <laughs> yeah. But all, all um, of the doll who, attacks I'll were hilarious. <laughs> Whoever controlled that puppet, puppet puppet was bad at their job. <laughs> the mouth was so the mouth, chunky. The, the, the mouth, mouth was so, so shitty, dude. <laughs> the eyes didn't I don't know close. if that was just like the bad. I don't know if that was just the bad like voiceover ADR or if, or if it was the puppet work or both, but it was real bad. I'm going to blame tea, the also puppet work. Just looked it looked like rough. the doll's face was made of clay so that they could constantly mold it. When in reality, it was probably just like several different dolls and like some with moving mouths. It was just, it was so creepy. The doll and looked ugly. disgusting. Gross and melted. Its face looked like it was melted. Yes. It just looked messy and like, yeah, warped. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is like an ancient doll and supposed to be kind of creepy, but it didn't look intentionally warped or dirty you know what she i just mean kept like winking but her eyes don't close all the way she just looked like a weird drunk doll yeah yeah um, um also a i also don't really fully understand the doll's motives it's a like, yeah she wants to take over the soul but she also is trying to like take over his life and like it i just yeah the motivations I mean, actually, no, were not you know what, i'm wrong clear. it was crystal clear it was super easy to follow. <laughs> well, I was literally just about to say the reasons why I like bumped down can I follow this were were like the magic logic where I like like you said we didn't really know what her intentions were. Like I thought like at first it was like okay, she just wants to like stay in the real world, I guess, but also I, I don't know why she wants to stay with him. Is it just because she's feeding off of him? But because she, she wants to, like, tell him how to do chores. But then it extends past him because she, the reason why she, like, pulled the chair out from under his mom is because she wasn't using a ladder. Like, she wasn't following the rules. No. It was really weird. I think that... 
I so when she when he was like, you can't hurt my dad, you can't hurt my sister. He never said you can't hurt my mom. So I felt like it was like a weird loophole for like threatening him. I did not I don't pick think up she on was that. Actually punishing her for not literally <laughs> using a ladder. I don't know. Um, and then also just like the magic of like getting rid of her was very confusing. Yeah, they were basically hand wavy like. Geneva's got this. She's weird. She's into all that. She knows where to find. Also, how did they? How did they get all of those ingredients when Geneva wasn't there? Where did she get the eye? Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. What kind of eye is that? And where did Geneva get that shit? We know she went to a fresh grave. Oh my god, that's true. But like, they had the dirt from the fresh grave already, but like, not the eye. I am hoping those are not connected. <laughs> Listen, they were just like, Geneva gets it. Geneva I mean, Geneva does get magic. it. I mean, like, even the dad is like, yes, ghosts and magic are real, son. And I'm like, <laughs> is this just common in this world? Yeah, he's like, not everything can be explained. <laughs> and I'm like, are the, is that the lesson I'm supposed to take away as a child? Is that this shit can hey, happen? That's just a cool dad. That's just a cool dad. Oh, yeah, the cool dad who's like, go make dinner, son. I'm napping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> at least <laughs> at least he got an allowance raise at the end. Like, Ooh, I'm like, uh, like, uh, yeah, he sure does deserve a fucking raise in his allowance. You make him do everything. Like, at the beginning of the movie, his dad goes, overtime is good, buddy. I'm like, is the real villain capitalism? The real villain is always <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> but also... How about instead of a raise in his allowance, just like hire a babysitter? Fucking babysitter. Yeah. This Jesus Christ. How much is a, a how much does it cost to hire a fourteen year old like neighbor kid to watch them like, after school for like three hours? Four, four hours. Yeah, three four hours a day. Like Geneva can do it. Lord knows Geneva needs less free time. You can pay Geneva in like <laughs> crystals, <laughs> like in wisdom. Like she's. Like, I feel like you could work out a deal with Geneva. Okay, I kind of loved the vibe of the little sister. Like, I know she was deadpan, but I felt like at, at, she does it so consistently, it felt like an active choice. That this was just like a cool, stone cold, cold six-year-old. Sure. She's just like, all right. I want to play with the dolls. <laughs> Fix my dollhouse. I'm like, listen, this kid. Yeah, this kid was yeah, even tasked chore. Hey, can with you fixing fix her fucking dollhouse. Doll like, what? First of all, how? Also, does that involve, like, tools? What? Why are we letting this child have this responsibility, too? Your child is not just some free labor. <laughs> but, you know. They were in the 90s. They vaguely increased his allowance. <laughs> Good for you, Jesse. I'm here with you. <laughs> yeah, this kid's going to have a rebellious face. He's going to get some skinny, 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 skinny jeans, dye his hair black, get that... The, the floppy bangs. This kid is f- flying away out of state. to. He's going to California for college. He's going on the other side of the country to be like, I am not responsible anymore. Oh, I'm wondering if this is why I wanted <laughs> to go out to school out of state. Doesn't this kid kind of look like Brecken Meyer? I guess a little bit. I thought he looked a lot like, like a child version of Brecken Meyer. So many shots, especially when he wore the beanie. Like, where it was just face? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I could see I that. I have, like, so this was, I think, the only plot hole I found in this movie. <laughs> oh. 
um, was, I guess it's two things, but kind of in one sequence. And it was when he's breaking into the teacher's house and Cody's in the front yard behind a fence and the cops, first of all, who called the cops? Yeah. Why are the cops even there? It's a, it's a second of all suburb. You're calling the cops on everything. <laughs> and, and then, sorry, what's up. your plot hole? He's in the front yard, right? And they're walking through the front yard and then Jesse just comes out of nowhere in the front yard and goes and hides. And he's like, we got to go. I'm like, how did you just walk right by the cops with their flashlights? They also, yeah, they still have noticed. their flashlights on in the bushes. I'm like, turn off your flashlights. You're going to let them know where you are. Yeah. I honestly thought the cops had just gone into a different yard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was yes. weird. That, I thought hey, that was, it's that like. That fills in that one singular plot hole, Allegra. Thank you. <laughs> I feel now this like this movie is a 10 out of 10. I feel like they like if they weren't going to have them get caught, why even have that scene? Like why have like just like let him go. I they mean, were- I guess we need stakes or just like I feel like you should just have like the cop car like drive by slowly patrolling and then Cody can be like ruff, 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 and it's like, "Oh no, the cops are here." But then they like drive by and they get away. Like why? Why? I don't know. There were too many shots of Cody barking like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so. Way too oh my god! Many. It was so way too many. Excessive. Yes, <laughs> I agree. And also, again, if they're both in the front yard, they'd be like, "Is there a fucking dog over there?" And then they check, and they're like, "No, it's a little <laughs> child. child." With an amazing Why are you barking? <laughs> Why are you hiding? Why are you barking? Why are you here? Although some of his best work in this movie were either when he was barking or when he was kind of being sassy. Whenever he had a sassy line read, I thought he did a good job. Yeah, he was only good when he was being shitty. Like when the, but like literally when the fire is going, they're doing magic. There's the evil doll soul in the fire. He goes, Jesse, Jesse, look. And I'm like, really? Really? Jesse, How the Jesse. fuck did these kids read Latin? Remember the book clerk oh, yeah. has like, here, let me let me translate this for you. And I then know. they're in a circle on the beach and they're just like, immediately are it like takes all right, one the screaming mandrake from a freshly dug grave. I'm like, you just you can just read it? Just like that? Man, the Massachusetts school system is much more robust than what we went through. Honestly. Maybe that's why Jesse was so far behind. Maybe that Civil War history paper was a full fledged like, like research you know, paper <laughs> yeah research yeah like like gonna be submitted for a master's degree they're just like blah 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 pax romana uh the woodgardium leviosa it's the screaming mandrake <laughs> like, this is nothing. <laughs> there were so many ingredients i have no idea where they even came from i guess cody maybe brought them like maybe geneva was like here i have you have everything except for the eyeball. The eyeball. Yeah. Well, Cody says, I like, he shows up with a backpack saying, I grabbed everything in Geneva's room. And it's like, okay. Okay, I, I missed anything. that part. But, <laughs> yeah. but also, I, I feel like we should have known that Geneva had a missing ingredient. Like, 
before she got to the beach and through the eye, like, cause she was like in the car, she kept getting stuck behind shit. And she was like, come on, come on. I gotta make it. I gotta make it. And it was like, well, they're already there and they're already doing it. Like why? It's like, we don't know that she has a missing oh, ingredient. Yeah, you know? Must, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Okay. One, one other. Point. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Before we wrap up, like it was frustrating to watch, but mostly because like, it was annoying, and we didn't know what the stakes were. <laughs> yeah, it, it got real. The magic got real fast and loose at the end, where she's like, she's in the flames, and she's just like, I'm the best part of you. And I'm like, I mean, not really. Um, not at all. Like, I get that they're trying to make this argument that they're like, you gotta be responsible, children, or else this will happen, I guess. But also, she was like, your life is so much better with me. Like, you are getting, you're better at chores. Like, you're doing your homework. And I'm like, those things each happened one time, and the whole time <laughs> that you have been here, he has been terrified of you. Like, I don't think he has seen any positive. hospitalized of, his mom. Yeah, of <laughs> having you here and then all of a sudden she's like look at all these things that i've done for you and he's like you know what cody she is right like things have been going okay and i'm like since fucking when jesse like this you're turning on a dime this is does not make any yeah, sense as a child uh my mom being hospitalized is not equivalent to fucking chores and homework i'd be like oh great i get to be good at chores if you were a real magic yeah, you doll, know what you'd be like you would never have to do a chore again exactly like, you know what i kind of thought about the is, doll should be the one doing if, the chores to win him over well maybe that's what i'm saying is maybe the, what if the stakes Instead of it being like, oh, yeah, you're better at the shit you were already doing was like, he, like all of a sudden he didn't have to do as many chores or like exactly. homework was canceled exactly. and all that shit where he actually is kind of seeing like, oh, her magic is affecting me in a good way as opposed to like, oh, yeah, now I have time and my parents are appreciative of the shit I've been doing for the last They also long. could have leaned into like the voodoo connection way more. Like not in a violent way obviously, but of in a like if he could control the doll to do like to like not give them homework or something. Yeah, like or like if, yeah. That's not what I I was thinking because, you know, traditionally voodoo is very like tactile. <laughs> My first <laughs> thought was like yeah, what if he gave the doll like a shoulder rub and then the next day the teacher came in super relaxed? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's another way to look at it, man. Like, like, all I know is Or like put her like like take her to the beach and then it's like, "Oh, Miss Fink is not at school today. She went on vacation to the beach." And it's like, "Great. No homework. Yay." Like, or like I don't know. You give her a makeover and then Miss Fink finds love or like just comes in all bubbly and like Oh, I'm wearing a sundress and not the same outfit every day. <laughs> yeah. First of all, she wore the same outfit like a cartoon character. A slightly different color variations. Yeah. I was going to say, you know. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I also like that they didn't even address when the doll started just getting the clothes. They never mentioned it once uh -uh. that it's like, uh -uh. they only mentioned once again, 
the hair. That's the only thing he pointed to. He was like, look, she looks just like her. I didn't do this to her hair. I'm like, yeah. what about the fucking cardigan, bro? What about the glasses? Doll Where'd you get the glasses? Yeah. Like, she literally has this raggedy ass, creepy outfit from the store. And by the time he comes home and starts. Yeah, like a hoop skirt. Yeah, and by the time he gets Skeleton. home, she has a full new outfit. I'm like, that didn't tip you off? And then also, like, literally the skin, like, the, her the, her face is a different texture from when he got yeah. her in the store. And when he's... The she, paint was, like, peeling in honestly, the store. Honestly, she does look like, like a completely different doll than when they got her in the store. And when he shows her to Cody, he's like, look at how different she is. And Cody's like, oh, wow, you changed her clothes. Like, cool, you, like did something to the doll. I'm like, that looks like a completely different doll, Cody. Like, what are you <laughs> on right now? Um, I just, like, the the strongest memory of this movie was the little girl walking down the dock. Yeah. Like, as a kid, this is, like, the highest stakes, biggest tension scene I'd ever, ever <laughs> seen, because there was three. <laughs> and watching it as an adult, I'm like, she is fine. <laughs> it's, just, it's cool. <laughs> She's just like waddling down the dock they use the same shot like seven times she grabs her arm and she's like hi yeah. <laughs> this isn't scary she's like hey jesse yeah like she's like this nice lady found me and it's like the teacher and i'm like where the fuck did she come from Has she been yeah here where did time? she come from i know so weird and was she leading you down the pier I don't know, man. Was she in a trance also just being like, I'm just going to push you Well, in. we do f- okay. we do find out that the teacher, like, literally blacked out after the doll attacked her in the hallway. And, like, she's like, the last thing I remember, oh, I was true. talking to you at the lockers, and now I'm here. Yeah, the power of the doll is so vague. Like, was the doll <laughs> able to reverse voodoo herself and force the teacher? Hey, I'll just say this. Uh, I'll just say this. There is a... There is a movie called The Shadow Zone and then a movie a year before this called The Shadow Zone, The Undead Express. Guys, this is a sequel. We just don't have all the facts in front of us because mm-hmm. it's been very clearly <laughs> and plainly laid out in the the original movie. You sound like the guys from The Worst Idea of All Time when they think that the first grown-ups movie would explain literally anything about the second grown-ups movie. <laughs> Which it does. It explains why Steve Buscemi got in the cast <laughs> and other things. Um, I don't think that's true. Well, that, that's my clo- that's my that's closing, your closing argument. argument. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Nostalgia. I'm gonna keep it out of five. Um. Sit through ability. I'll bump it up to a four. I bumped it down to a three, but I'm, then on, I'm bumping dog. it back up to a four. Because there were, like, I lo- Geneva and, like, the ridiculous doll attacks are, like, <laughs> it, like, there were some moments where I was, like, where I chuckled. Um, appropriate for children, I'm keeping it at a nine. Just because, I'm just talking at one point because it, like, it truly, truly traumatized me for, like, a good year. Um, which, that like. was the intention. I know that was the intention, but it's, like appropriate like i don't know i'm i'm bumping i'm keeping it at a nine does it hold up i will bump it up to a six i had it at a four i will bump it up to a six because all things considered it was a fairly well made children's movie yeah sure and then can we fall especially considering that they don't even publish 
the budget. We can assume it was a pretty low one. Yeah. And I think they did, get a, they did a good job yeah. for a straight to VHS, low cast, budget kids movie. Yeah. Um, can we follow this? I'm keeping it out of six. So those are, those are my questions. We didn't close any of your questions during this conversation. <laughs> not one. I think I have more now. <laughs> All right, Allegra, what are your final scores? I'll keep nostalgia a four. I'll bump enjoyability up to a four. Sit through ability. Whatever. <laughs> Appropriate for children. You know what? You're right. I'll bump it to a nine. Um, hold up. I'll keep it at a seven. Um, and follow ability. I'll, I'll, I was going to dock it to a five, but I'll just keep it at a six. I mean, it was a seven before. <laughs> I'll give it a <laughs> give it a six. <laughs> Split the difference. <laughs> all right, Gray. <laughs> all right, let me, let all me tally up the scores. <laughs> Is it better than Grease too? <laughs> it was shorter. <laughs> it was much shorter. I mean, Even with commercials, it was shorter than Grease too. I, mean, I had a m- more fun time watching Grease too, but I know maybe you guys did. No, I think I had a better time watching Grease 2. Barely. Hold on. I'm going to pull up the uh, Latchkey Sib. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Was that our last Halloween spooktacular? It is. It's our last spooky Aww. movie. I know. It's the um, okay, so Grease 2 came to a total score with... <laughs> With four bonus points, it came to a 48. <laughs> what does this one so have? So if I, if I did the math correctly, which I'm going to double check oh, right I'm now. Sure. He's biased. Why are we letting him do the math? He always does the math. It's a 60. Oh. <laughs> I was, I, I was going to give you one point because I like sport. Like the, lead the lead actor, yeah, that's a good bonus point. I'm it. giving a bonus point for Geneva. All right. So you got a 62. 62. <laughs> it's how? How did this get a worse know. score than Click? Uh, no. The, I I think I had more fun watching Click. Oh, this I had is, much more fun watching this Click. Was pretty snoozy. I had more fun. I'm surprised Click. at how much better it did than Grease 2, honestly. <laughs> Fucking hated yeah, I, we felt much more strongly about yeah, that movie. It fucking sucked. Yeah, but it wasn't boring. Uh. <laughs> For the yes, it was. Part. It was so fucking long. It was too long. We it was. Ri- it was. We way definitely could yeah. skip that one song of his. This <laughs> fucking boring ass song. That was a waste <laughs> of time. Oh my god. Um. All right. Well. 62. That's like, that's better than I thought you were going to get, Gray. That's very true. It's better than I thought I was going to get. I guess we prefer boring to actively bad. Well, you guys do, at least. No, we prefer actively bad to boring. Look at the score for Grease 2. Yeah, boring. Actively bad. I don't know. I didn't think this was boring. I thought it was fucking boring. (laughs) I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> if you want our recommendation, like, no, like, if you're a child, <laughs> don't watch sure. this movie. Don't watch this if movie. If you're Joel, maybe it'll rock your world. But like, if you're an adult <laughs> person, this movie 
movies are pretty boring. If you're an adult, don't watch this movie. If you're a child, hey, don't be knock warned. Joel's opinion. They are valid, okay? No, 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 no. I need a platform here, real quick. Joel has been like a brother to me, okay? He has given me so much sage advice since I picked him up, okay? What are you doing? We're interviewing our cat. I'm listening. So I don't even get a Joel platform. I don't even get a Joel. We I'm listening. No, I'm talk. Done. I'm done. I'm done. We just, we just didn't know. I don't have anything else to say. To okay. Um, <laughs> do you have trivia for us? I do. I don't, however, have trivia for the actual movie because <laughs> no one wrote anything down for this movie. Um, and I think that that, that holds up. That holds true to the actual writing process and filming process of this movie that just no one really wrote anything down. Um, but I have some really good trivia for 1997. Um, it's the first trivia that I you like, were born. The, it was the year I was born. So, number one, starting off on a somber note, it was the year that Princess Diana was killed mm -hmm. in a car crash in Paris while being followed by paparazzi. The big movies, however, included Titanic, yep. Men in Black, and Lost World Jurassic Park. Um, North Korean Communist Party dear leader Kim Jong-il was promoted to great leader. <laughs> great. Um, you know, he really shout is. out, the Green Bay Packers won the Super Bowl. Go Pack Go. Nice. Um, when Nelson Mandela met the Spice Girls in 1997, he described the moment as, quote, one of the greatest moments of my life. As it should be. Um, Robert Metcalf predicted in 1995 that the internet would collapse in 1996, and he would eat his words if it did not. In 1997, <laughs> he blended a printed copy of that speech with liquid and drank the mixture. Gross. Okay. He should do that um, every In 1997... Year. This one is kind of a double up on like, hey, latchkey. Um, in 1997, there was an episode of Goosebumps, similar to Shadow Zone, called Click. In it, a kid gets a universal remote, uses it to pause his sister, change the color of his fish, fast forward through time, etc. Nine years later, Adam Sandler started a movie of the same name with a similar premise. You may have heard of it. Um, oh my God, can Goosebump can freaking uh rl stein sue adam sandler for click hey, adam sandler paid rl stein for the rights <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe rl stein's pretty fucking rich he's got a rad ass apartment and i think that overlooks the park right. also fun fact um he judges the costume contest at scholastic every year that's i we need more scholastic oh, wow. facts I, That's really cute. He has witnessed a costume contest that I have been a part of. <laughs> you won, right? Yeah, we won. We were right. the great molasses flood. <laughs> Thank you, R.L. Stein. Anyway. Um, a computer aboard the USS Yorktown attempted to divide by zero, zero, and as a result, the ship was dead in the water for over two hours. Oh, my God. Um, I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, Matt, this one I thought was really funny just because... It was so fucked up. I don't know. Um, toy brand Mattel. Matt, Mattel. Did I nice Mattel released Share a Smile Becky Barbie doll. Oh no. Who's disabled and came with a wheelchair. However, 
The doll created controversy when it was pointed out that the Barbie dream house was not wheelchair accessible and could not accommodate <laughs> Becky's needs. Oh, no. Mattel! <laughs> Becky ain't living the dream. All right. Um, Anthony Lane, a film... <laughs> this one was also pretty good. Anthony Lane, a film critic for The New Yorker, once began reviewing the movie Contact and noted, Very gloomy. Odd noir look for sci-fi. Creepy shadows in the outdoor scene before realizing he had forgotten to take off his sunglasses in the theater. <laughs> um, and uh, ending again, just like we started on a sad note, this was the year that John Denver, Princess Diana, Princess Diane, Princess Diana, Diana sorry, I misspelled that one. Notorious B.I.G., Chris Farley, Jimmy Stewart, and the Big I.Z., all died this year. Jeez. They had to make room for me. And, I guess so. You know, <laughs> the world's like, a better place for it. They were like, you know what? All this energy in the world, like, how many people will we need to try and fill this much uh, beloved celebrity? Just Gray Baker. Mm-hmm. Just me. <laughs> That's all you need. I have the soft-spoken heart of John Denver and Big Eye Z. I have the probably drinking and drug problems of Princess Diane and Notorious B.I.G., and the uh, uncontrollable rage of Chris Farley. So I think it all measures out. Yeah, I don't think Princess Diana had any drug problems, but I don't know. You're like a people person, and she was the people's princess, so there you go. Gray, you just described yourself as like a very um, horrifying person. <laughs> 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 I don't think accurate. No, I was just real. I was really trying to just tie it all in. <laughs> Um, Guys, I, I'm not that bad, I swear. To all 40-something viewers, 30-ish of which first. know me very personally, um, <laughs> you know that that's not true. So Yeah, you mean, you're not great, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to uh, our cousin Michael for saying that he and I are mind-melding on this podcast because we have both very similar opinions, especially during the October draft. So uh, shout out, Michael. See you in a couple weeks in Green Bay, baby. (laughs) And shout out to Michael. Hey, man. Gray, I think even though you got my teacher at my homework, you're still a winner because we didn't have to watch The Ring. We didn't have to watch The Ring, Gray. Yes. Oh, thank God. I'm so bummed we didn't get to watch Scooby-Doo. I really wanted to watch Scooby-Doo. I know. I kind of wanted to watch Casper Meets Wendy, too. I know, me too. Honestly. Listen, next year, and if we have enough people tweet at us, we will also put the, um, like, if we ever have a Patreon, we'll watch the Goosebumps click. Oh, that's a good call. Goosebumps click. Um, alrighty. Well, next week, we are doing a draft for Lovember. It's already time. Um, so we'll be drafting Lindsay Lohan movies to watch for the month of November. I was honest I was on her IMDB page today and honestly I think it's just it's just gonna be like I think we should only each choose two movies because I don't think there's enough really for us to each choose three. And yeah, it's like I feel like this might be our only It's gonna be a pretty comprehensive wheel. <laughs> if this, I could say. Yeah, this, this might just end up being our only November. Like, yeah, I don't any, think it's gonna be a repeat uh, annual thing. No, it'll be a one-off. And if there's anything we don't get, to, like if we don't get Mean Girls or something, that can just be in like a general draft in the future. Yeah, definitely, or just like anything that doesn't get chosen. Yeah. 
Um, but if you would like to follow us otherwise on social media, we are at Latchkey Sibs on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be really helpful. You can also email us at latchkeysibs at gmail.com. But, yeah, spooky month is over. I mean, I know next week is still technically October, but we're drafting for November. But thanks for following along, and have a spooky day. When you're spending every day on your